from Millbrook in the heart of the Hudson Valley, this is Radio Rotary. This is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People applying Rotary's motto of service above self. And today we're coming to you from Copperfield's Restaurant on State Route 44 and the regular meeting place of the Millbrook Rotary Club, where our very special guest is past District Governor Doris Obronsky. Well, good morning, Doris Opremsky, and good morning, members of the Millbrook Rotary. Doris, it's delightful once again to have you here on Radio Rotary, and uh, you're going to be talking to us about something called the Rotary Foundation. Tell us, uh, in a capsulized version to start off with, what is the Rotary Foundation? We don't have three weeks, Jonah, but I will share with you that as Rotarians, we have a certain mission to provide into the service to people around the world, and one of our missions is to advance world understanding, goodwill, and peace. Our Rotary Foundation is the vehicle by which we are able to do that. It's to enable Rotarians to advance world understanding, goodwill, and peace through the improvement of health, the support of education, and the alleviation of poverty in many, many ways. Now, the first thing you talked about was the improvement of health, and of course, Rotary is known around the world for something called Polio Plus, our campaign to eradicate polio. Um, now, you know, those of us who are uh, baby boomers who grew up in the 50s remember the glorious uh, miracle of the Salk and Sabin vaccines when polio was cured. So I don't understand, since the Salk and Sabin vaccines are over 50 years old, why there's still polio in the world. Do you know? If I knew the answer to that, I would be a genius, except that you know, and I think we all know, that children around the world have not had the wonderful opportunity to have the vaccines over time that many of us did. Uh, as kids, I was even too young for the first vaccine. We got the gamma globulin when we were kids. Some mm -hmm. of us may remember that embarrassing uh, situations we had to go through to get those uh, shots. <laughs> And we were able to eliminate the disease in our country. However, we know that it's been all over the world. And as we just get close to uh, getting rid of it, uh, it seems to rear its ugly head. Political situations have created a lot of uh, issues with it. But you know that we are, and if you, your audience could see, my fingers are about an inch or two ahead. We're this close, and you will see ads in some of the major media right. with Bill Gates and others saying we are this close. Not just Bill Gates, but Rotary for our listeners. Um, Rotary has been in a leadership position in the eradication of, of polio, and that's and we are partnering in a way. I mean, you can explain more how Bill Gates fits into the the Rotary mission. That's of Bill Gates of Microsoft. Thing, Mr. Computer. Yeah, unfortunate. Right. I was looking at some statistics the other day because I uh, really wanted to know just how big a part Rotarians and uh, Rotary Foundation played financially, and uh, we. Through Rotary, we provide about 25% of all of the funding that goes to eradicate polio. And that includes uh, uh, funding from the World Health Organization, the uh, CDC, from the United States, from many countries around the world. And it was Bill Gates who, in, 19, uh, who in 2007, had been, you know, he's quite a humanitarian with mm -hmm. their foundation. And he announced that he would give a... Uh, a, a $100 million grant to the Rotary Foundation because he had seen what Rotarians could accomplish. Not, not just, not, yes, not, and not just by giving money, but you know that we go out 
hundreds of thousands of Rotarians go out on these National Immunization Days, but from and just the financial... And, and physically yes. hands-on administer it, yeah, the vaccine. It's, it's just a couple of drops. It's a couple of drops in the mouth of the child. It costs, I think, 62 cents a dose to save a child. It's just really it's pennies. pennies. And uh, we've gone from having a thousand new cases, I think, a day, down to a mere handful around the world. Uh, largely due to the outstanding work of Rotarians around the world, and especially our guest, Mass District Governor Doris Obremsky. So Doris, you're telling us a little bit more about the uh, polio eradication, eradication efforts and um, Bill Gates' first $100 million matching grant. And I guess he was so impressed with the work that we do here in Rotary that he gave us a little bit more money, didn't he? Yeah, the first grant, the $100 million, was with the caveat that within three years we would raise among ourselves $100 million. Uh, uh, in three years okay. to match that. Uh, then apparently he had traveled around the world. He saw the action of Rotarians and the way that the contributions were coming in through Rotarians. So uh, in 2009 at the International Assembly, he made the announcement that he would, his, what his foundation was giving another $255 million. And our challenge, again, was to match $100 million of that. And that's what we're in the throes of and doing And we're now. well on the way, mainly through the efforts of the Millbrook Club. <laughs> yes. And uh, for, I don't know if you're aware, those of you who are going to the convention, but I just saw the announcement that on Tuesday of the convention, Tuesday afternoon, the third plenary session, Bill Gates is scheduled to be there. So Doris, when you were referring to the convention, we're talking about the Rotary International Convention where Rotarians gather once a year from all over the world. And we'll be taking our Radio Rotary microphones there, won't we? Yes, we will. We will all be there um, uh, talking to fellow Rotarians and maybe some bigwigs that have, that have participated uh, in, in foundation efforts. But um, this year it will be in New Orleans, Louisiana. No, it's going to be in New Orleans. In New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans. <laughs> we put this to a vote of the club, please. Okay, All right. let's see. Those in favor of Jonah's Brooklyn accent raise their hand. <laughs> they can't see it on the radio. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> um, and th this will be the last year that it's on this side of the globe, so to speak. So next year, next year, where is it? I don't want to Bangkok, be Thailand. There you go. Okay. Betty so. Renner says she'll send us. Oh, she, oh right. We're being produced. sponsored by yeah. the... By the okay. We get back to Doris. Yeah, so Doris, we're referring to um, activities of, of uh, polio and other uh, ro rotary initiatives that will be discussed, and, and you were making reference to a plenary session at this conference in May. Tell us about that. The, the original timing of this third plenary um, session at the International Convention was for Tuesday morning, May 24th. They have since switched it to the afternoon for two hours on that day. I'm guessing they did it because of the venue, knowing that if Bill Gates was going to be there, it will be very well attended. And it would be wonderful if the two of you could run up on stage and, and tackle him, and, him <laughs> and then get him and on the radio, rodeo mics. Yes. Yes. <laughs> let's, let's find out a little bit more about our guest, Doris Ofremsky, past district Governor, how did you first get interested, Doris, in, um, in working on behalf of the Rotary Foundation? In fact, you referred to it off mic as your, your struggle. What, what do you mean by that? 
First, I, I will say that Ken and I became major donors to the Rotary Foundation. Ken is your husband. Ken is my also husband. Also passed district, district governor. Now, you yes. know, we have to tell people, district governor are uh, the big daddy and big mama of, of, of uh, Rotary throughout the Hudson Valley. Are there any other husband and wife teams around the world who have both passed district governor? Oh, I don't yes. think so. You well, think there so? are, yes. Oh. I, we've met a couple, but not if not in our district. And, right. um, and since he's not here, I can say he was governor in 93-94, and I figured that some Somebody ought to do it right in our family. So I decided to do it until 506. Well, uh, I need to also mention you all have been married for how many years? 45, I am 46. And you have how many children? How many children? Seven wonderful children and 17 fantastic grandchildren. Wow, all future Rotarians. And we will mention that Joan and I have had the honor of interviewing for Radio Rotary one of your daughters who has written a book on Barbara Allen. Right, fabulous book. So tell us more about how you got involved with um, the foundation and why you decided to uh, devote your considerable energies and, and efforts that goal. I, uh, I will. I'm happy to do that because Ken is a very big part of my getting involved in the foundation or wanting to contribute anything. He has been a Rotarian for over 40 years and I was home raising our seven kids for a long time before I, I also went out into the professional world and I frankly got very tired of listening to him come home at lunchtime sing the praises of the Rotary Foundation and giving money later on to uh, polio eradication. And not that I was not sympathetic, but uh, we had seven kids um, and we have to pay for our own bills and I would listen to him and think and say to him, why do you have to give money to them when we have our own bills here? Um, but then I began to, my complaints were, gee, I have to take all the kids shopping for school clothes and what a pain it's going to be. And it would just start to hit me slowly. I have the privilege of taking my seven healthy children for school clothes and paying for them, putting clothes on their back. And the people that he'd been talking about for years don't have that privilege. And there are so many other stories, uh, one or two that I have here also. That, um, And so over years, he wore me away, and he uh, contributed for us sort of regularly. And then when I became governor, uh, we decided $10,000 for us is a lot. We don't have money. I, I should share with you. <laughs> and that was, we accumulated it. And then he decided you know, that we would make the final jump when I was governor. It's, well, that's terrific. Show and we're, we're going to learn more about Doris Abremsky and her work with the Rotary Foundation in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners that they're in tune with Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Boss, and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell. We're coming to you from Copperfields and the meeting of the Millbrook Rotary Club. And our very special guest is past district governor, Doris Abramski. We're talking about the Rotary Foundation. And we are. Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is brought to us by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Poughkeepsie, Brewster, Cairo, Congress Valley Cottage, Fishfield, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Kingston Sunrise, and Millbrook. With more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They've taught people to read, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling disease. But each of them know they could accomplish so much more if only they were 1,200,000 and one. Learn more at rotary.org. 
For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. On Sunday, May 1st, the American Heart Association will host its annual heart walk at Sebago Beach in Harriman State Park. Join thousands of participants who raise money to help in the fight against heart disease and stroke. Start your own team and come out together to celebrate wellness and heart health. You can develop your own heart walk website to raise money for the AHA and invite family, friends, and coworkers to support you. Contact the American Heart Association at 845-342-1115. That's 845-342-1115. Join the Heart Walk. Help raise money to beat the number one and number three killers in the U.S., heart disease and stroke. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell. I'm the co-host of this show, joined by the brilliant Jonah Treeblosser. Hi, Thank Jonah. you. I don't have for that. <laughs> five bucks. Five dollars? <laughs> Put it into the half I will donate five dollars to the Rotary Foundation. Eradication of polio. <laughs> We're uh, talking to past District Governor Doris Obramski about the Rotary Foundation, in particular um, uh, polio eradication, but we there were some other topics that we felt were very important to cover. We know uh, in the news, of course, we're constantly reading about terrorism around the world, and our country was very, very deeply affected by the September 11th attacks nearly 10 years ago. And um, Doris, you let us know that the foundation does help with uh, terroristic incidents. Tell us about that. Um, quickly, I'll share a story that was told to us by a captain from the Air Force Academy who came to speak to a bunch of Rotarians, mostly past governors, to thank Rotarians for our work in fighting terrorism, which just kind of went like this to me. What do right. you mean? And, and in a snippet, I will tell you, this is not the whole story because there are certain, there are a lot of reasons that people will become terrorists, obviously. But he was doing a study for the Air Force Academy, and he learned, uh, which is something that seems to be very simple, that when families have nothing and their children are starving and they have no place else to go, and if someone comes knocking on their door and their children literally are dying in, in their, their home and somebody knocks on the door and says, hello, Sarah, um, I have all this money available and I would like to take your child and educate him or her. Uh, it won't cost you anything and they will come back in a year or so and the child goes with them and obviously what happens is they become indoctrinated. Right. Uh, and so this Air Force captain was there to say, 
with all the works that Rotarians and the Rotary Foundation has done to save families and villages from poverty and starvation, you will never know how many of them could have been and would have been caught up in this whole terrorist issue. So in a very, in, in a... Uh, it's by virtue of default. Yeah, it, it happens that so without us saying we're going to, you know, we're going to address terrorism in our own way, we are. And there's also, uh, we have, you know, the Rotary Foundation has a, a Centers for Peace and Conflict Resolution right. that folks can apply to attend. And you have to be a pretty special individual to be accepted to the program. And uh, it's not that old a program. We have six or seven centers now around the world. Uh, and graduates are starting to come out now and really make a difference in the world. And I brought a story with me that really hit me. Uh, anybody who has been involved in... Um, the abyss of mourning, the depth of grief. I mean, we saw it in our own family when you mentioned our daughter was here because her husband was killed in Iraq, and we went through it with her and her children. And I, and I started to think, my God, imagine all the families that with all the turmoil around the world, how they are surviving. I can't even imagine. But Rotary, slowly but surely, is making a difference with graduates of these Centers for Peace and Conflict Resolution. And here's a quick story about Uganda. Uh, we know we read in the paper from more, papers from more than 20 years they were in a civil war that killed over 300,000 people, displaced 1.8 million more, and 36,000 children soldiers as young as seven were fighting in this. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, let's not just gloss over that. Seven-year-olds seven year oh, taught yes. to kill? Yes, they were taught to kill. Oh, poorly. And five years ago, the truce did end the violence. Uh, however, you can imagine that so much more needs to be done. Uh, from the Rotary Foundation, I learned that in November, the Rotary Foundation awarded a small amount of money, $16,096 in global, global grants to clubs in Rubaga, Uganda, and Lampert Airport, Missouri, to provide training and peace uh, to 200 teachers, 13,000 students, and 10 high schools uh, in the region. And, and this just magnifies, but this program, it began with the brainchild of two of our graduates of our peace centers. And these are just two of the graduates. And we have many, many more around the world that, that are working on that. So imagine the difference that that will make. We will never see that. Uh, we'll never officially see the direct connection, but it happens. And I also read, and, and we can extrapolate, extrapolate ourselves to uh, Palestine and Israel, when I, I learned that last year our um, Rotary organization expanded after 30 years. We have a club again in Ramallah and in Palestine. And Interestingly enough, guess who sponsored the club? Israel. I know, because I, no. I happen to have been in Tel Aviv. Oh, and so you, you heard and they, they, they had a whole presentation about that, that the Israeli Rotarians extended the hand of friendship and fellowship to their Arab neighbors and started uh, a, a club in uh, Ramallah, as you say. Yes. And for our listeners, if you are a Rotarian, you can go to any Rotary meeting globally, wherever right. you are, if you're traveling. You can even go to Millbrook. You can even come to the Millbrook Club at Copper Fields on Route 44 in the And when would that be? And that's every Wednesday at 12, 12, 15. And you could be Sarah's guest. And you can be my guest. I invite all 38,600 of our listeners. Or you can come to the Red Hook Club Tuesdays at 12, at uh, 7.30 in the morning at the Apple Day or Doris, at 7.30 a.m. Yes. Or Doris, what club do you belong to? The Rotary Club of Goshen. 
and we meet for lunch on Thursdays at Glen Arden in right. Ocean. Or if you're not in any of those areas and you want to join the fun and fellowship of Rotary, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, find out where your club meets locally and join us for the fellowship, the fun, and the service. And you can get to be friends with uh, outstanding Rotarians such as past District Governor Doris Obremsky, who's telling us about the great work of the Rotary Foundation. Uh, Doris, uh, one of the other uh, things that's interesting is that, you know, we're talking about com becoming very close to eradicating polio, but Rotarians already have their eye on another big problem, and it's, it's probably the uh, focus of your successor, or, uh, one of your successors as District Governor, our upcoming District Governor, Tansuk Durawala, and that is clean water around the world. Uh, what's the foundation doing about clean water, do you know? Uh, funny you should ask. Right. We have a much simpler structure in global, in grants through the Rotary Foundation that Rotarians can take advantage of and work on projects, but the global grants, which are much larger grants, have to be within one of six areas, and I'll read them quickly, peace and conflict re resolution, disease prevention, treatment, water, and sanitation. There are many large projects going on around the world to bring water to villages and towns. And you know that diarrhea is one of the major problems of it's caused by health bugs problems. in the water, yeah. yeah. And while it might not kill a child, mm -hmm. it certainly will change their lives if you've ever been in a community. I understand where there are lines outside of health clinics where children are lined up all day uh, because they're sick, they're not getting any medication. But if, if they're sick and they're lined up at a health clinic, that means they're not going to school. They're not home helping around the house, and that might seem like a small thing, but it's a huge thing and, and a change of their lives. And they may die, obviously. They can get some diseases. So uh, that's, that's just a small part of what the foundation And I think one of the things that Rotarians are surprised about is how many people around the world, I think it's in excess of 2 billion, do not have clean, potable water. We're so used to just turning on the tap in America and Things having clean, we take for granted yeah, clean every day water. Life. It's our next big uh, push after we um, finish up uh, conquering polio. May I throw in a statistic that I, I really would oh, like yes, to give to this means. club? And there were some numbers, uh, numbers of lives saved. Here we are. I would, for the Millbrook Rotarian, in the last two years, you have been supporters of the Rotary Foundation to what we call every Rotarian every year. Every Rotarian in your club has contributed something to the annual fund, not restricted funding to polio eradication, which you have done to polio eradication, but just to the open annual fund. And in two years with the giving that you have made, at least 31 lives have been saved. We were looking at getting statistics from past presidents of Rotary International at a meeting we attended. So you here have been responsible for that. Uh, take a look at the number below that. Your contributions to polio eradication have meant 71,959 polio vaccine doses have been given to children who might otherwise be crippled with this horrible disease, and that means 71,959 children will be polio-free because of you. And for that, let's I give a big hand for all the Millbrook Rotarians. And let's give a big hand for Doris Obremsky for the great work she does. Doris, if you have left, 
I know you want to say some closing remarks about promises to keep. Oh, I am not a lip student at all, I know, uh, but there are lines that stick with me that many of us who have had any literature courses, and Robert Frost's um, stopping by the wood on a snowy evening, and he this beautiful bucolic scene in, at night, and he would like to stay there. His horse can't understand why, and he says that, you know, he has to move because he has promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. And that's how I view the Rotary Foundation and contributions to it. And in case you don't think that anybody notices, I have a quick story. One of our grandkids was in the back seat of my car driving to visit one of our daughters in Boston. We got caught in a huge rainstorm. I had to pull off the road. It was teeming. I got lost. He is sitting in the back of the seat. I get on my cell phone after I pull over, and I say to my daughter, Sue, um, it's mom. I don't know how long we're going to be. I'll get there, but I'm lost. And from the back seat, I hear, Grandma, you're not lost. I can see you. <laughs> and think about it. They see you when you contribute to the foundation. Doris Abramsky, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. And thank you, members of the Millbrook Rotary, for hosting our show today. And tell us, Sarah O'Connell, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week, Radio Rotary is brought to us by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the clubs of Newburgh, New Paltz, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Poughkeepsie, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasa. Thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Become a literacy volunteer and help break the cycle of illiteracy and poverty in our communities. Literacy Connections is looking for volunteers to help adults learn to read. Become a tutor and improve the lives of those you teach. Information about volunteer training, tutors, and programs can be found at www.literacyconnections.org. That's www.literacyconnections.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to help us help those whose homes were destroyed in Japan's earthquake and tsunami by sending life-saving shelter boxes. Each Rotary shelter box has a durable tent with water purification and cooking supplies for 10 people. For more information, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.